Hi. 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 Hi, Mer. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm Gooder. How are you? Good. Welcome back to Mom and Murder. This is Mom. And this is Mer. Hi, Mer. Hi. What you, what you been up to? Um, we had our Christmas party for work. Oh, how was it? That I didn't was... get to attend this year. Yeah, because you were way too cool with your boyfriend. Mm, yeah. It was it was all right. Food was good. We ended up leaving pretty early. Well, that's good. Yeah, our food was really good too. Unfortunately, Eric's Christmas party was the same freaking night. Go yeah. figure, you know. I'm like, what are the odds? Because I was really hoping we could go to mine and we can go to his. But yeah. um, I just feel like I don't know a lot of people there anymore. Yeah, you know? I know. So it just wasn't. I know. It wasn't um, as fun in the past years. And I mean. Well, because I wasn't there. That's probably it. But Peggy, like, <laughs> I've seen Peggy, like, coming as we were leaving after we already decided to go. And we came, we rode with the. Uh, Tay and Mitch, so we oh, were yeah, so you were at the of, mercy of yeah. Leaving. So once once we decided as a group to go, then yeah, um, and since I've been to mine, you know, sixteen year, well, yeah. minus the two years that we've been at home, but or didn't get or three years, whatever it was, but um, I mean, I've been to mine plenty of times, so I left it up to him. I said, well, I'll let you make the decision. Here's what mine's like. Yeah. Neither one of us knew what his was like because, you know, it's his first year there. So yep. um, we decided to go there because his was out of town. Well, not, you know, not too far out of town, but out of town. So and it was open bar. And yeah, see, that's the that's. Yeah, you know, that, I think that was our deciding factor that because we were buying how many drinks, you know, I'm like, yeah, the drinks are expensive. at that. We venue. can buy a bottle and go chill at home because, I mean, with us not knowing people, we were going to we we're sitting with Tay and Mitch anyway. Right. So either pay a bunch of drinks and sit and talk to each other or talk to each other <laughs> at yep. home and be way cheaper. Yep. So since it was open bar, they provided hotel rooms for everyone because they didn't want yep. anyone driving. So that that's, wasn't... That's nice. He's like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'd kind of be like a little, little well, mini vacay. So yeah. that's what we did. We got a babysitter for Raven and <laughs> he asked if she could come. He put Eric plus one and a half. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He so would. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. But yeah, we got a babysitter for Raven and we went. So <laughs> we had a good time. They had, um, theirs is pretty low key because it's obviously not as big as our company, but yep. um, the food was phenomenal. And they had a character drawing there. And I, we, we walked in, and I was like, <laughs> I got oh, so see, excited. That would and be so cool. Oh my gosh, I got so giddy. I think that, I don't think, people would get mad that they, we didn't, like there wouldn't be enough time to get Oh, everybody. absolutely not for us. They'd have that to have really like hard 20 for me of them to spit there. out for some reason. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was like, oh, can we go get our pictures drawn? He's like, absolutely. So uh, yeah, I love yeah pictures. it's so, so cute. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> um, that was one of the big things I was looking forward to for Six Flags because the first couple of years that we went there, they did have character yep, they had artists there. Out, yeah. And then they had that old time photo. They yep. had that open. But the last couple of times they haven't. So I don't know if they just couldn't 
find people to run it or didn't want to pay people to run it or, you know, if yeah. it was just kind of a problematic thing that they just kind of did away with. But I was like, oh, bummer. Yeah, I know. Because me, me, Savannah, and Autumn, when we got rained out that one time, we went in there and took some really cute photos. I know. I love them. So, so. yeah, I was super excited about the character drawing. Um, Eric won a wash and toss game. So that's... What the hell is that? That's a... A new addition that we'll have to the field parties, which I'm pretty excited about. <laughs> I'm like, All you right. got that for the field parties, didn't you? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure did. <laughs> but um, it's it's almost like the concept of bean bags. So there's a box, and it's about I don't know. I'm gonna guess like a foot by foot box, yep. and then there's a four inch PVC pipe in the middle, and then you have to throw washers into. Oh, goodness. Yeah. From like 25 feet apart. And we were playing, him and I, when we got home later. You're going to lose those motherfucking washers all over <laughs> your know. goddamn yard. I know. We're going to have to play, uh, paint them like fluorescent colors or something. Glow-in-the-dark colors. Yep. That way you, at nighttime you can go collect them. But, um, yeah, we were playing just from like 10 or 15 feet apart. And it was, it was like... <laughs> really hard to do so he's like i don't know how to do this how we're gonna do this at 25 feet i'm like yeah i don't think 25 feet don't know maybe we'll just do a 10 foot start and then if people are too good at that yeah we'll... something i don't know but <laughs> washers, so, yeah. washers are tiny they're not very big well these ones are about this big so uh, they're a little I, bit bigger yeah still difficult yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah, we did that. Um, I don't know what else. We've just been kind of getting into Christmas mode and I've been decorating inside here a little bit. And <laughs> yeah. We had craft night Sunday night, so he helped me finish the peppermint <laughs> garland. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just sit and craft together like an old couple. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we love it. <laughs> <laughs> He does manly crafts, though, Mara. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, he does, like, woodworking and stuff. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, welding and molting and, you know, all this the stuff. Co- the cool stuff. The cool things to do. But, yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was a good time. So. I like crafting. Yeah. I don't know. I got to get my butt in gear for Christmas. We've got only a couple weeks left. And I I'm, know. I, I know. am way behind. I have two gifts for Oliver. That's it. So that's, and that's, that's all that I've bought so far. Yeah. I'm way behind. Gotta get a move in. Every year. Every year I do this myself. Yeah. Yeah. Last year I was pretty ahead. So I was pretty excited. Well, it but... just sucks so bad. It <clears throat> seems like this time of year, like I just put so much money into so much stuff. Yeah. It's like your electric bill goes up and then you got your heat bill that you you're got, not used to. You got concrete like... you got to pay for. Uh huh. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah. Um. Yeah. We've been. Let's see. I've been working a lot. Um. Doing bingo on Tuesday nights. It was our second week down at Northside yeah, doing how, bingo. How'd that go? Oh my gosh! It it's grown. Um. Just the other day, Darla said to me, "She's like, I think we're gonna have to get another table in here." I said, "I think so too." People are loving it. So it's going pretty good, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, I don't know. What else? Anything else you got going on? I'm not watching anything on TV. I haven't watched TV forever. Um, um who got time no. for that? We've been we did watch the Santa Clauses. It's kind of cute. It's a series about the Santa like the Santa Claus movies, you mm. know. It's like a follow up to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like a little series. They got two seasons of it. The the second season is coming out. I th- I don't know if it's like weekly or what, but pretty good. We've been watching that. Well, speaking of Santa Claus's good segue, Mer, um, we are taking your stories, uh, Christmas stories, Santa Claus stories, Christmas traditions, family traditions. We want to hear about what you do this time of the year or on Christmas yeah. Day or Christmas Eve or whatever it is. Um, take uh, Send them in. We will be taking them until December 18th at 5 p.m. And all submissions will be entered into a drawing for some really cool mom and murder merch. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Where can they send them, Mer? Do you know? They can send them to us um, right from our website at momandmurder.com. Or you can email it to us at momandmurder at gmail.com. Oh. That's M-O-M-A-N-D-M-E-R-D-E-R. Well, that sounds pretty easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, and if... if I mean, you can also even do it on our social medias if you really want to. Yeah, you could. Because we have the Facebook. We have the Facebook. We have the Twitter. We have the Instagram. We do. We do. We got the gram. So. We got it. Yeah. Well, our stats are continuing to go up. I We don't have any new listening states. Um, we are still looking for those two states. New Hampshire. Wyoming. Where you at? Where you at? I don't know anybody in either one of those, so I have no help here. So we need your help. Tell your friends. We do. We do need your help. So um, once we get all 50 states, then I can start doing a countdown on all the cities or counties in Iowa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got to have something to look forward to, right? You can look forward to seeing me. It. I think as of right now, like 47% of Iowa is listening. Really? I know. That's pretty cool. That's pretty huh? cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I didn't I didn't like totally look into it that far, but I think that's what it is, like forty seven percent. It's kind of a big deal. That is cool. That yeah. is really neat. Thanks guys. Yes, thank Thanks you for all for being there for us. It's all because of you. So that's all I got. Um besides the fact of Mur, what? I should have bought you a gift. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you one of our mom and murder merch gifts. I'll give you one before we leave. Why? Congratulations, girl! High five up top. This is our fiftieth episode. Woo! Woo! That's awesome. I know. I, I was getting really nervous there for a I minute. Know. I was like, "What?" You gave me the side eye, like. Uh, what are, you, what are you gonna do to me? What happened? What happened? That's awesome, though. I know 50 episodes. Can you believe it? No, I can't. I was here for all of them. Were you? <laughs> you can piss right off. <sighs> I love you. You know what? It's not my fault that you decided to have adventures all on your own. I'm just kidding. I was busy. Oh, you was so scared. We had a lot of shit going on, too. You don't like the scary ventures? No, I don't. 
Shit scares me, dude. I'm a big old scaredy cat. <sighs> scaredy cat, scaredy cat. Oh, scaredy, scaredy, scaredy cat. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to hear a story? Hell yeah. All right. I have one for you. That's fantastic. I love Fan stories. Fan-fucking-tastic. All right. So the resources I got this information from is the Wikipedia, the Justa U.S. Law, and the Blue River Press. Mm-hmm. So 467 miles southeast of here. Yeah. So that's about a seven and a half hour drive. Okay. Yeah. There's this cute little fucking town in the county of Spencer, Indiana, hmm. with only about 2,586 residents. So wow. fucking small town. Small town high, high school. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Oh my God. <laughs> No, I think it's about right about the same, but so. Yeah. That's, pretty pretty damn close. That's cray-cray when you think about it that way. <laughs> damn. So there's this very cute little small town mm-hmm. called Santa Claus. Oh, that is cute. Do they do like Santa stuff all year round? Oh, girl. Google it. Santa Claus, Indiana. And that's actually what the town is called. Santa Claus, Indiana. So it's like the and trolls let, and, in, in Mount Oh, Mount God. Orem. Let me tell you, this place, it really plays its part. Year round. Yes, I love it. Year well, with a name like round. that, you have to. Oh, how do you not? And if you're, mad, you if not? you're mad about it, well, I'm sorry. But boot scoot and boogie on out because you live in Santa Claus. Come on. You can move. Exactly. So, yeah. Boot, scoot, and boogie, she says. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, so the whole, the scene sets out with starting with a 40 ton. That is a 22 foot concrete Santa Claus statue. Holy fuck. (laughs) 22 fucking feet concrete. Ho, ho. (laughs) that's like it's like three stories it's it's big it's a big one that's crazy yeah yeah so needless to say it it really lives up to its name and they have many um christmas themed attractions there including santa's candy castle huh santa dan would love it there oh he'd fucking just love to live there <laughs> santa claus museum holiday world splish and safari which was originally called santa claus land and it's claimed to be the world's first theme park interesting i know very interesting the park's name was changed to Holiday World in 1984, and in 1993, the year you was born, it became Holiday World Splash and Safari when a water park named Splash and Safari was added to the park. So they just dubbed Named it. Named it after yeah. that. Yep. 
It's better be a cool ride, I guess. It attracts more than 1 million visitors annually. Wow. Yes. Hmm. And it is home to The Voyage, which has been repeatedly voted by coaster enthusiasts as the number one wooden roller coaster in the world. In the whole wide world. The whole wide world, Craig. Eric looks like we're putting Santa Claus, Indiana on our bucket list. <laughs> Shit, I'd go see it. I would love to see it. Well, he loves the old wooden roller coasters. Like, Does he? oh God, absolutely loves them. Yeah. So if this they is like really throw me for a oh, I need a Cairo after I fucking ride one of I love it, but it's like. Oh, there went my just, neck. There went my back. I feel like with wooden roller coasters, they like move too much. So then it like really, th- it like vibrates the whole time and like really gives you the jiggles. Your whole, you're gyrating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let's see. They also have Frosty's Fun Center, Christmas Lake Golf Course, Santa's Stables. I bet there's reindeer there. Oh, how is there not? I mean, you done did just time warped into the fucking North Pole. (laughs) You just don't know it. (laughs) Oh, but listen to what else they have. Oh, God. What? Santa's Lodge and Lake Rudolph Campground and RV Resort. Oh, hot dang. Can you even? That's the, that's Iowa. Looks, looks like we're camping there. That's motherfucking Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Indiana, actually. Yeah. It's tri-state area. Right. There, there's right there. They're not far away. Seven hours. You can drive it in a day. No, campgrounds are fun. I like campgrounds a lot. And you can go see Santa. I'm going. Yeah. Did you see that new virtual thing that they have that um, they put kids like not not that they put kids, but you go into this door. It's like an elevator. Yep. You go into the door and then they, you know, it's like normal people putting you in and they're like, okay, enjoy your ride. And then you get in and there's like movie themes going on so that you not necessarily movie. I'm sorry. Um, There's. Scenery that makes you think that you're going up an elevator. Yeah. And then it looks like you're taking off like a Willy like Wonka. an airplane. Yeah. And then you're going out into space and then back down to the North Pole. You're landing on the North Pole. Really? And then you're whatever you're traveling in, it like brings you right up to Santa's door. And no, you I have haven't. to ring the doorbell and then the door opens and it's completely Santa's workshop and his house. Santa's sitting there. Really? It is amazing. Yeah. I was watching the video of it and I was like, <gasps> cause you know, you really feel like you're, cause you're all yeah, captivated oh, in this. We went, we went to the sphere in Vegas and it was just, 
I was I was obviously stationary in my seat, but there was multiple times where I like caught myself falling forward. Like I was falling out of my chair because of just the way it looked. Like <laughs> and the 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 stuff that they can do with playing with your mind. With, oh yeah. With and stuff the, like the kids that. in this this elevator or whatever it may be, they're just like, oh my god, it's that! you know. Like they're, <laughs> they're like, we're going to Santa's, we're going to Santa's. You know, you like you got there in two point three seconds to the North Pole, but you know, in all reality, <laughs> to kids, it's in like, all reality, you probably walk in this door, it plays stuff, and you yes, walk out this door, yes, and it you literally don't move. Yeah, but it's amazing. It's That's pretty cool. fucking cool. So, I'm like, God, where was all this stuff when you guys were kids? But. I wouldn't change it for the world because I got to grow up an 80s baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So anyway, um, so there's a gated community that's called Christmas Lake Village. Okay. (laughs) And it was developed in the late 1960s. It consists of like 2,500 acres of developed area around three lakes. Christmas Lake, Lake Holly, and Lake Noel. Okay. And literally, the street names in this town. Are like Christmas. They're like tinsel. Are and... all named. Yeah. They're all named after the Christmas season. Everything. So they are really fucking doing they're her really, up. really, really went in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they dove in head first. They did not dip their toes. It's head first. All right. I like it. There's also a subdivision on the north side of town called Holiday Village. Okay. The town was was established in 1854 and was first known as Santa Fe. And in 1856, when the town uh, was trying to establish their own post office, they applied for, you know, the post office to come in, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And... They got a reply back refusing their application because there was already a Santa Fe, Indiana. So they were like, fuck established. it, let's do Santa Claus. Right. It, it, yeah, because you can't have two. So several town meetings were held, votes were placed, and the name Santa Claus was elected. <laughs> I think I'm picturing that somebody fucking did this as, as a, a joke. As a joke, and, and then they, like, got far with it, and they're like, all right, let's fucking do it. You know, let's like, really do it. Santa Fe, and they're like, whoa, how about Santa Claus? Ha, ha, ha. And I think they ran with it. I just, I'm picturing that in my mind. It's it's kind of funny. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's exactly what happened. I like to think that anyway. I like to so. think that, too, so that's what I'm going to believe. And my, I can tell my listeners that, <laughs> even though it's not true. <laughs> You're going to listen to me, all right? Yeah. It's my way or the highway, motherfucker. <laughs> this town has the world's only post office to have the name of the worldwide well-known Christmas finger, figure, ye old Kris Kringle. So do you think that they get a lot of Santa's mail? Because of this, <laughs> the post office receives thousands of letters to Santa from all over the world every year. Well, where else are you going to send them though? You know, do you want to hear what's even cooler? What they reply is that a group of volunteers known as Santa's elves ensure that each child receives a reply oh, from Santa Claus. I love it. 
Isn't that awesome? That is so cool. This tradition has been going since at least 1914. That I love it. Yeah. That's so cool. So for 109 years, they they, they have into it. yeah they have collected all these letters from kids and replied for 109 years. It's that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I, I'm I'm cheesing hard. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and every year. The post office creates a special Christmas postmark for the use of December, which also attracts mail from all over the world. The, the pictorial postmark is chosen each year from submissions from art students at nearby Heritage Hills and South Spencer High Schools. So how cool is that? That is cool. Like, I like that they really like play into it and like just take it on. Yep. Hundred. That's what I said. They fucking jumped in. They dove in head first. So this is just a jolly old place to be mm-hmm. where everything is gumdrops and lollipops. That is cool. So are you, are you Gum- pi- picturing this town oh, yeah. and picturing I, the it, scenery? There's, and- there's candy canes everywhere. Christmas trees lit up year round. Gingerbread houses, like I feel it, like it's they just, don't they don't live in real houses. It's all gingerbread houses. <laughs> you can eat like instead of instead of the instead like, of siding, they just go out and take, you know. Their just, their HOA is uh you know throughout the whole <laughs> throughout the whole city, and they're like, okay, guys, listen, you've got to have gingerbread houses with the gumdrop shingles, okay? Yep. It's got to be all in pastel colors. We're not having anything bold here except for the green. Licorice, Red. licorice line in the windows. Let's go. Yep, gotta have it. <laughs> Curtains. What are they made out of? Probably taffy. Uh, I like taffy. I like taffy. Let's cherry fruit roll-ups. Oh, that's a good, good one, one too. That is a good one. Uh huh. Yep. Sidewalks. They're gonna be. Uh, Aren't they usually peppermint stepping stones? Yep. I was gonna say they're. I was looking right at my peppermints as I was trying to say the word. <laughs> <laughs> yep. HOA, get they're on it. <clears throat> so you got the you got the whole scene in your head. Yep. Gumdrops and lollipops. Gumdrops and lollipops. Yeah. Sugar. It's a cute little place. Sugar everywhere. Cute little place. But not in the spring of 1981. Uh and also I mean, you didn't tell, think I was going to tell you all good stuff today, did you? It's a town called Santa Claus. Of course I did. <laughs> no, obviously not. So in 1981, there's at this time, there's only like 927 residents. So oh, like wow. a fourth of what's there now, you know? So. Yep. Um, and most of them in the gated communities. There were some rural farms that were spread out, but most of the people obviously lived in gated communities okay on sunday april 5th that's eric's birthday <laughs> in 1990 1981 sorry 11- you're trying to skip your favorite years i know how, how do you do that the 80s <sighs> so on sunday april 5th 1981 11 year old Kathleen 
also known as Kathy Colm, so a sixth grader, Kathy left her residence, Christmas Lake subdivision, mm-hmm. a gated community around 1.30 p.m. to go for a jog. And she wasn't expected to be gone very long. So when she hadn't returned home around 3, 3.30, which was two hours later, her parents were very worried. Yeah, as one would be. Right. So they begin looking for her. Can't find her. So they call the sheriff and reported her missing. Now, in some um, reports, I read that a ranger came over instead of the sheriff or police, which is not unusual in small areas in r- like rural this. Areas. So, yeah, it's really just whoever is available at the moment, whoever's so closest. I'm not sure if, if a ranger came or if it was a sheriff or a police officer, but anyway, someone came over and took statements. Some sort of law enforcement came. Correct. Um, local volunteer firefighters and the Christmas Lake Village neighborhood all rallied together and went out searching for young Kathy. Within 24 hours, they had a search party of over 400 people. Wow, that's like half the town. Yeah, so this town really pulls together, you know. Yeah, it seems that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, small towns, everybody knows everybody. So everybody, you know, they're like, yep. they, they're probably all feeling this is our daughter, you know. Yeah. And like I said, they come from all over the town. Even students from the high school came. Union workers, iron workers, all walks of life were pitching in to help. They also had police dogs searching for her scent. They drug all three of the lakes that were nearby. And they even called a psychic. Wow. They're really putting in. Yes. 11-year-olds missing in this small little town. Helicopter suckers were flying overhead. Cisterns were looked down. Door-to-door searches. Literally every nook and cranny. Like, nothing held back. And they were looking down every fucking avenue. Every. There but was... did they look down the chimneys? I think they did. <laughs> I mean, I think Santa did that himself, but... Yeah, probably. No sign of 11-year-old Kathy anywhere. Mm. Well, they're they're not feeling as if it, it was an abduction, you know, because it's a gated community. There's only two entrances in or out, gated. Yeah. So it would have been rather difficult to get in. For somebody, yeah. Abduct a child and get out unnoticed for somebody that isn't, like from there, from, yep. you know, they're, they're going to notice like, you know, when Eric and I pull up in that van, they're like, what the fuck is that? You know, <laughs> people look, like, Who the fuck is you? people look. So as they're continuing their search, the neighborhood gathers $2,500 in reward money for information on Kathy's whereabouts. Wow. I that's know. For the 80s. That's that, yeah. So in today's money, you want to take a stab? 10 grand. Close. 8,461. That's nice. So yeah, that, that's a lot of money for just a small little neighborhood to gather up together yeah, like on here, their own. Yeah. You know, like here, here's 20, here's 50, here's, you know, that that's people pulling together. Yeah, that's awesome. 
They also tried to contact a second psychic. No Kathy. Hours turned into days. Oh. Days turned into weeks. Don't even say weeks turned into months. Weeks turned into months. No, you, if you say Kathy. years, I'm I'm leaving. You taking your ball and going home? Yeah. Mm. Well, you gotta stay. I won't like it. You're not gonna like it. On Thursday, June 11th, nine and a half weeks after 11-year-old Kathy had gone missing. 14-year-old Stephen Bayers was out working the farm with his grandfather, Harold. Around 5.40, Steve noticed something odd. He saw a pair of tennis shoes sticking out of the grass along the fence line. A closer look, the badly decomposed body of 11-year-old Kathy Combe laying in the underbrush. Just two and a half miles from her home. That sucks. Yes. That's so sad. And it was very, very close to the place that they searched previously. I bet it was. You know? Well, that's the thing about, like, farmlands and stuff. Like, it's so easy to miss just a little area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unless you do a grid search. Where you're like... You know, everybody hold hands and walk, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So now, the who done it, with what, and why. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Another farmer, Jack Harry, has some interesting information that didn't seem really pertinent, you know, like... Then. Right then and there, at you know, because I'm sure... You know, the, who's gonna think like, hey, somebody's gonna come dump this body on my land or on a land near me? You know, right? And it's like, not, you know, it's back in the eighties. It's not like we had the internet. It's not like you know, and farmers are probably not sitting there watching news every night. They're out working the farm, you know. But yeah. um, what happened was they sent out um, like questionnaires to everyone mm-hmm. and every they were asking if anyone seen anything heard anything noticed anything on this day well this farmer he didn't really think it was anything odd when it was happening but looking back now, but now that he's got this questionnaire in his hand and he's like oh my gosh that was the day this happened so yeah um he's got some interesting information like i said didn't seem like a big deal then but it sure does now. He told police that on the day Kathy went missing in Evansdale, or the day that Kathy went missing, an Evansdale firefighter, Stanton Gash, had his 1980 Mazda 626 so stuck in the mud that he had to pull him out with his tractor. A mere 380 feet from where Kathy was found. Quinky dink? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that wouldn't be information that I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, this is weird. Because, especially in springtime, people, I've, I've gotten stuck in your yard how many times, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, like he said, didn't tell he had the information. He's like, oh, right. that's the day. Yeah. So, yeah. No quinky dink, I don't think. 
Probably not. Not not when you're 300 yard feet or yards. Feet. Feet. No. No. Not to mention, Farmer Jack stated that this car was in quote a perfect hiding place, hmm. and that the gentleman wanted that car out and out now at all costs. He did not care if there were any damages sustained to the car. I just need to get it out of here. Oh my. Uh-huh. Hmm. He said he seemed Seems a little fishy. He seemed very rushed and very antsy. Um, but Gash told the farmer that it was because he was super frustrated. He had tried for over an hour to get the car out himself before walking up to the farm to ask for help. So he had told the farmer, and I'll mention it again down here, um, that he told the farmer that he was um, out with friends and had to stop and urinate. I'll hit further on it when I get down here, and that's where he got stuck. Because this is a very desolate, almost abandoned road okay. that... Nobody knows to go down right. unless you know the area. So, right. So, 31 year old married Gash is now their number one sub suspect. Gross. Uh huh. 11 year old girl. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, yep. Time to build a case. But that was the only link they had, the only fucking thing they had. Was He was on that road, stuck. So the questioning begins as to why his Mazda had to be pulled out. So stuck in the mud. Not only that fact, but like I said, it's a pretty desolate road. What are you doing down this road? Mm -hmm. Gash told police that he had been drinking beer and watching basketball that day with friends in a nearby town. Now, quick little side note here. Um, do they play basketball games on Sundays? Even on TV? I don't think so. I don't fucking think so either. I, I don't know. I didn't look. I, I should have actually Googled to see if there was any basketball games or any fucking, I know high schools are not gonna, high schools do not play any sports on Sundays. No. Like, uh-uh. So, anyway. So, he was uh, with friends drinking beer, watching basketball with friends in a nearby town. And on his way home, he stopped to urinate and his car got stuck in the mud. Now, this here guy changed his story a few times, though. Of course he did. Why wouldn't he? Remember when I said that questionnaire went out to yep. all the residents and everything and nearby residents? On his flyer, his questionnaire that he put, he stated that he was home all day and not, had not seen anyone or spoke to anyone outside of his family that day. That was the original statement until old farmer Jack told Hold on. him. Yeah. So. Go Jack, by the way. Right. See something? Say something. And it's a shady, shady situation like that. So they, they contact him and say, y'all, why are you lying? 
Why you always lying? You're going to have to come down and answer some questions. <laughs> so a boy comes down to the cop shop. Yeah. And while in questioning, he falls out. Had to be rushed to the hospital. Hmm. Deaconess Hospital, Evansdale. <laughs> Do you know it? No. Oh, that's one of Sarah's hospitals that I had to manage while she was out on maternity leave. Uh. <laughs> I wanted to call and get the records. Hey, can I? But you can't. Do due that. to HIPAA, we cannot release. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, they, that's exactly what they would have told you. So, yeah, he had to be rushed to the hospital. Hmm. They get gashed to the hospital in which he was suffering from an apparent drug overdose. Huh. Hmm. That screams guilty, my guy. Huh. Do you want to hear what screams even more guilt? The fact that there was stuff found in his car that belonged to the little girl? No. What? I wish. That'd be hard evidence. They had questioned Gash literally one week earlier remember yeah. when i was saying that you know blah blah yep. blah and they were like hey wait a minute uh you told us that you're home all day although farmer jack here pulled you out so what's going on we need you to come on down and take a lie detector test so um can you be here on this day so we were supposed to come the next day that was the week previous okay yep um and also Someone else had come forth, I'll put a pin there, but someone else had come forth stating that they seen his vehicle in the area on the day that Kathy went missing. And what do you know? Gash has a second, quote, summer home in the Christmas Lake area. Huh. <laughs> Get you gotcha good, motherfucker. Huh. Imagine that. So anyway... When they asked him to come down to take a lie detector test, he did what every innocent person would do and jammed the fuck out of Dodge. <sighs> yeah. Like, this dude left in such a hurry without notifying anyone, even his own wife. All he left was, sorry, on a note. That his own fucking wife actually reported him missing. Oh my God. He later called her from Georgia. So she withdrew the missing person report because she said, oh, oh yeah, sorry, hon. Uh, I got a call. I got an unscheduled call. And I, have, I had to make a trip to Florida. So I'm on my way there. Can you see my eye roll my yeah, intense fucking no all the way shit. to the back of my head eye roll so yeah she uh as a, as a volunteer firefighter you gotta make a call in florida well he's actually a firefighter not a volunteer oh, I thought he's a firefighter said, either way but, right right yeah so um but oddly enough so i don't i don't know like it's kind of a little weirdy here i'm sure <laughs> This is probably after the fact because she did call she did call and make a missing person report on him. But then she called him sick into work on June 4th. And from the records, he has not been back to work since then. Hmm. So he was absent without leave. 
So I, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to put all my chips on this one right here. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, for not for not being guilty, you're doing some awfully guilty shit. Right. I mean, this is what every innocent person does, right? Something like uh, that. Okay. Okay. I, I was just questioning because I don't know. I, you know, it's definitely what I do for sure. You know, the police get search warrants and search Gash's two homes and the fire station that he was employed at for eight years. And they come up with a few things, but nothing really pertinent, you know, like, but one thing that did stick out to them was a handwritten note that said just very blatantly regret for an undefined action. Hmm. Creep. But that's just creepy regardless. Like it's weird wording. Yeah. But for a creep, he had a very clean record. So they're literally not coming up with anything. Nothing conclusive. Nothing. Autopsy reports come back with the manner of death was a single gunshot wound to the back of the head with a twenty-two caliber. Uh also, it's it said a twenty-two caliber pistol, and it was also believed that this was the means of how she was captured um, by striking her on the left side of her head, possibly knocking her out, because there was um, a wound about the same size, the size and of what you yep. know. So they're thinking that's kind of what happened. Ballistic reports on the bullet also con- inconclusive. Hmm. Yeah. Bummer. But Gash did own that gun. He owned of course he did. that type, brand, everything. So crazily, the day before Kathy was found, a neighbor came forth and gave a statement that she witnessed two people place the limp body of a small girl into a car the day that Kathy went missing. She was unfortunately only coming forth now because she had suffered a a severe stroke and had forgotten until like little oh, bits and pieces were coming back goodness. to her. Yeah. So until she was like really healing and like I said, bits and pieces coming back, um, she told the story and she did give kind of different statements here and there. The yeah. meat and potatoes were always the same, but she couldn't remember yeah. if it was two people. She couldn't remember if it was a guy or a girl. She couldn't remember if it was a guy alone, a girl alone. She couldn't yeah. remember if it was a truck or a van or a car. So, you know, they just were like, well, it's unfortunately we can't count her yeah, credible. Yeah, and it, it sucks because with a stroke, like it is. Yeah, it is, and her like, memory is so, really foggy. It's so tough because, like, obviously you want to – you, you want to believe it, but. Right, you are. Mm. So, yeah, the autopsy only showed the manner of death, and they could not verify, nor did want to disclose if she had been sexually assaulted. But I'm assuming they could not tell because. She was so decomposed. Yeah, and if she they had definitive proof, then there would have been possibly DNA. But um, like I said, her body was very badly decomposed. 
but it's very likely that she was sexually assaulted. I was going to say, it sounds like he did this for, if he had such a clean record, you know. Right. Absolutely. But um, also, she was found completely clothed, including including her shoes, um, except for her panties were not on her person. They were stuffed in a pocket of her jacket vest. So I highly doubt that, you know, she took them off herself as she's jogging. You yeah, you don't take your panties off while you're... Right, so it seems... Unless you, like, peed your pants or something, but, like... Yeah, seems I, pretty I, evident. Yeah. You're not going to... I don't think she would be out just pissing herself. No, especially, you know, two miles from home. You're, if no, you had you would, an accident, you would... you're just going to go home and change, shower and change. Yep. <sighs> yeah, so I'm I'm assuming that there was... Yeah, I would, I would guess. Unfortunately, Mer, with no hard evidence, they could not arrest Gash for the murder. He was set a free man. What? That's... Couldn't find anything on him. Kathy's parents, Bill and Rosemary, have full faith that this is the man, though. Yeah. Full faith. And I mean, I get it because a lot of everything that they have is circumstantial. So, like, they don't want to be like, yeah, it's the man and then try for it because then they can't re. Yeah, they can't retry it. Yeah. Double Jeopardy can't do it. But in 1983, their, her parents, they brought forth a civil suit against Gash for the wrongful death of their young daughter. It was the first for Indiana sued for a case that was never a conviction. Hmm. Due to the high profile in their area, the case was moved to Warwick County, and even the news crew 2020 was mm-hmm. there for the duration. Oh, so I there's bet. there's probably a 2020 episode out there on this. <clears throat> During the trial, Gash did take the stand. He took the stand. The, the guff. Oh, no, listen. This douchebag invoked his Fifth Amendment right and did not answer any fucking questions. Not even his name. When they asked him his name, I plead the Fifth. What? Like, why even bother? In that aspect, why even fucking get on the stand? God, I don't Because, like you know guy. what? That makes you look more guilty than no not taking shit. the stand. Yeah. That makes you look... If, Way more guilty. If your lawyer is like, don't take the stand, or if you don't take the stand, then somebody just assumes like your lawyer won't let you take the stand. Absolutely. You but know? then you get up there and be like, duh, uh, I plead the fifth. fifth. I don't want to talk to you. Uh, yeah. Don't don't talk with me. Fucking idiot. Like, that's, oh, fucking pisses me off. Um, But his lawyer said it was because he was suffering extreme emotional and physical problems since the whole town thought that he, an innocent man, mm-hmm. may be a killer. Um, did I wonder you, did, why. I mean, and here, here's what I, <clears throat> so I go back to the first questioning. Um, did they, did the whole town think that 
before you were first questioned when you tried to commit suicide? Yeah. Uh-uh. I'm not buying it for a fucking dollar. No, I'm no. not. Weird. It's the it's all their actions leading up to and after the fact of Absolutely, because actions speak way louder than words, my guy. Yeah. Yeah. His wife and his brother testified that, yes, he may have emotional issues, but he is not a killer. No. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but uh, well, I think I think it might be wrong. Maybe. Maybe. Gash's attorney tried several times before and even during the trial to get the case dismissed as he claimed there was not enough evidence but the judge rules, ruled against it. Mm-hmm. Good. The jury's out. Yeah, what did they have to say? That he did it? Four. They said, fuck that guy? Four hours later. On Friday, December 2nd, 1983, the jury came back with finding Gash liable for the death of Kathy Colm. Good. But here's where that is iffy. They only had to consider Gash with a preponderance of evidence. That is not the standard without reasonable doubt, since it was a civil case and not a criminal case. Okay. So, technically, if this would have been a criminal case, he may have not been found guilty. Right. You know, because they only had to. They may have a little bit of doubt, but for the most part, I think you did it. Right, right. Yep. <clears throat> the Combs were awarded $5,000 in damages. Whoop de doo. They fucking raised more than that. Yeah. Barely covering the young girl's funeral expenses. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm shaking my fucking damn head over here, you know, like. But that's the cap of this type of yeah, at least thing they that they something. could get for him. And I read later on that he wasn't paying them and wasn't paying them and wasn't paying them. So finally they put a junk, uh, um, junction on his land. And his lawyer called him and said, hey, if you don't have them paid within X amount of months, you have to sell their land or sign the deed over to them. The next day they were paid. Well, of course they were. Yeah. Douche. Yeah, but for Kathy's parents, it was never about the money. You know, it, it wasn't about the money. It was about holding him accountable. Yeah. <clears throat> and they wished that he were serving a life sentence for the murder of her daughter and claimed that the sentence they would like to see actually is him six feet under. <laughs> Boy, but understandable on their part. Yeah, like totally definitely. fucking understandable. Like that's bullshit. Yep. After many pleas, the case was reopened in 1991. Yeah, 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 yeah. On December 6th, 1999, Indiana authorities has had visited Gash, who is now living in Clearwater, Florida. Imagine that. Uh-huh. Run, motherfucker, run. Yeah. Requesting DNA samples from him advising that the case has been reopened since DNA technology has grown since 1983 and they were going to give it another look over. Hmm. 
Hmm. Imagine that. Hmm. <clears throat> so they collected, um, the detectives were able to obtain samples of Gash's hair, blood, fingerprints, and saliva. Okay. On December 23rd, at the young age of 50 years old, so just a few weeks later, Stanton Gash was found dead on his living room floor of a drug overdose. Oh, imagine that. Hmm. Hmm. Uh-huh. Want to hear the outcome, Mer? They found him guilty, didn't they? Are you on the edge of your seat? Are you on the edge of your seat? I'm, like, you want to I'm know? I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, I'm fiddling over here. The 18 pieces of evidence that was collected at the time of Kathy's death was not stored properly and all was deteriorated and could not effectively be tested for DNA. Okay. It's, it's solved though. It's still solved. Isn't that a kick in the dick? Uh... So, tell I mean, it's not completely the police officer's fault because back then, like, they didn't know. Yeah, they, they had didn't, no clue. Like, how they... are they supposed to fucking know? Hey, keep this real good because it might have DNA in the future. Obviously, we look for shit like that nowadays where we're like, okay, we gotta, you know, do it up well. But back then, we didn't know fucking shit. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts? Like... Did Gash take his own life because of guilt and knew that he was finally caught? Or was this a traumatized, innocent man that just had enough of the finger being pointed at him and just broke? Or, and I'm oaring my fucking canoe here. Yeah. Or, this area is a huge tourist attraction. Was it a tourist traveling through? I mean, I know, I know it's April, but April 5th, 1981 was a Sunday and possibly spring break. Well, the fact that he had, it was a gated community and he had a house within said gated community. Ain't no tourist just going to pop up there and be like, Hey, yo, what's up? And he lied about where he was. And then he was sketchy multiple about, times. And then he was sketchy about it afterwards. So mm-hmm. I think he did it. Tried to OD himself on the first questioning. That didn't work. And then since it kind of flatlined, he was like, oh, okay, gonna live my life. Gonna move down to Florida. Yeah. People don't know me here. And then once they caught up with him. He was like, oh, fuck, here we go. And I mean, obviously. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like he is guilty just because it. Because actions speak louder than words. Yeah. It's all those actions after the fact. I mean, had he not done any of that, I bet they wouldn't have even looked at him too much further. Yep. And his car was right in the vicinity. Right. So. What really gets me is how, like, at the same time, you know, at the time. Yeah, how adamant he was about getting his car out. That is. Uh huh. Because in the 80s, you're drinking and driving, they'll fucking give you a ride home and be like, okay, sleep it off, go get your car tomorrow. But 
he either did it or he knew something. Dun, dun, dun. Fucker. So have you heard the story before? No, I haven't. I hadn't either, but um, I read that it gained national attention. That's why I asked if you heard about it, because I'm like, oh, it kind of sounds like there's maybe a few episodes out there. Um, I don't know if it's on, um, what is that? I, 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 I think, yeah. I think, and then, um, sounds like 2020 may have covered it. So I was just wondering, but hmm. yeah, especially since it's still technically unsolved. <sighs> yeah, that's a, that's a doozy. Yeah. So that was kind of a Santa Claus fun happy filled start with a ending yeah i didn't like that ending i didn't like the ending either yep well would you like to hear a dumb criminal yes please okay um this is the case of the returned merchandise. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fucking God. A Target store in Augusta, Georgia, agreed to take back a printer from a dissatisfied customer. Then the clerk noticed some work the customer forgot to remove from the machine. Counterfeit bills. <laughs> Oh my god. You dumbass. Oh fuck. If you're making money, then uh you should probably check that shit. Well, why you need to fucking return this for Yeah, just go buy a new cash. One. I mean, my god. God, Make I thought enough. I did I was not expecting <laughs> that one. I thought it was gonna be like his manifesto of his bad actions or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So this is, excuse me, since we're in the holiday cheer, holiday hoovey, woody. <laughs> um, I'll say one of Eric's jokes for the day will be, what do you call a polar bear on the beach? Sandy paws. <laughs> I was not thinking anywhere near that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Sandy paws. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Mur, um, since you just had to play with my glitter over there, you got glitter all over your face. Do I? You do. It's great. It's very special. I love it. You're very Sorry. sparkly. Yeah. I, <laughs> that glitter over there is really fine. And you, it's all over my shirt. Have you been to a strip club? Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. The, the, the Greenwich Strip Club. <laughs> Grinch is up in this mall. Can you imagine the fucking stench of that? Holy. Oh. Yeah, because he eats onions and he's got termites in his teeth. Blah, 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 blah. 
That would be very bad. And he smells of garlic. Is that what they say? <laughs> I think roast beast. <laughs> Garlicky roast beast. Regardless, I don't want to smell it. No. I don't want to smell it at all. No, no, definitely not. All right. Well, make sure you get your stories into us because we really, really want to read your stories. We want to hear family traditions. We want to hear Christmas stories. We want to hear what you do on the holidays. So get them in sent to us. Where do they send them? Or tell them again. Where well, do they send them? I'll tell you again. All right. Tell me again. <laughs> I don't get tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> you can send them in at mom and murder not 42 wallaby way <laughs> no mom and otherwise you can send them in at mom and murder at gmail.com that's m-o-m-a-n-d-m-e-r-d-e-r.com the dot com dot com awesome .com. awesome so. all right well if people want to hear us and um actually we got our wrapped for Spotify, how we did this year. Um, and I'm going to save it for like the new year. So, you know, we can, okay. Since, you know, it'll be something new and ring out, but, um, it's pretty fucking impressive. I like that idea. Pretty Good. fucking impressive. Good. Um, these people are sharing us like you wouldn't believe it's yes. pretty fucking awesome. So keep sharing, keep liking, subscribe, um, rate review yeah all that, of it that's all how we it. get out there you guys have been doing a phenomenal job i think it was 450 percent growth last year is what i if i'm remembering off the top of Holy my head fuck. yes so thank you to all of you thank it's because of our listeners that we are spreading like wildfire right mer yes oh don't don't play with the glitter you're gonna have more glitter on you you just you just I, can't resist. No, it's fucking sparkly and it catches my eye. It says, do not apply to skin or hair. Oh, well, you got it on your skin and hair. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to hit you with a coat of uh, sealant so it can stay there? No. You got a show tomorrow night. You might want to be glittered. I have different glitter for that. Oh, okay. All right. I have chunky glitter that's easier to get off. Just trying to help. Fuck that shit. Well, that's for crafty bitches. Yeah. I got to make a Grinch cup. Grinch tumbler. Cute. I know. Well, listen to your mother. And keep Santa Claus happy. Yeah. Keep the town happy, too. That's what I mean. That's like, what I mean. It's a happy town. You got to be nice. Don't get on that naughty list. Oh, they're checking it. Not once, but twice. He did get brought in twice. They did check that fucking list twice. That's right, fucker. <laughs>